0: Oh, wrestling! Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to Ringside Ramblings. This is just John, and absent this morning is the wrestling connoisseur, Sam Keola, and with good reason. Uh, It's about 7 o'clock in the morning, my time, and uh, for those of you who don't know, the wrestling connoisseur, Sam Keola, is on Hawaii time, so it's probably like 2 or 3 a.m. his time, but I wanted to go ahead and seize the opportunity uh, to talk about the NWA while I had the chance, because it seems like, uh, here lately in my house at least, if, if all of the free time is not being filled up with some sort of task, uh, whether it's an important task or, or something completely monotonous, um, all of the free time is, is being consumed right now, so I, I have quiet time right now. I want to sit down, I want to talk about uh, the uh, buzz that is the NWA now. I didn't do a full recap of last week's episode, so for those of you who don't know, the the kind of arc of last week was uh, Nick Aldis retaining his NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Tim Storm, and what I would think it was a was a great match. Uh, this was really the first time I got to see Tim Storm in action. I wasn't really familiar with him or his work, um, but I'll tell you what, guys, within you know ten or fifteen minutes. Between seeing him wrestle and and the promos that uh, they aired for him throughout the evening, I was invested. And perhaps I was even more invested in Tim Storm than I was uh, our Universal Champion Seth Rollins. So that's my controversial statement of the day. Um, Anyway, good stuff here uh, from last week's uh, Power episode. Uh, After the match, we saw Nick Aldis refuse his manager, Camille, uh, the opportunity to speak, uh, which led to a bit of controversy with Joe Galli, the uh, commentator, who also refers to himself as a broadcast uh, journalist. So we'll talk more about that later. But this episode of NWA Power kicked off with uh, the former Damian Sandow, now being uh, known as Aaron Stevens. Uh, making his entrance to go and talk to David Marquez, Um, and he looked great, guys. I mean, he looked healthy. That's the first thing I I noticed was he looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. Uh, He just looks like he's in really good shape. He looks well-rested. He looks ready to go, Um, and that's what he said. He said he's not done. Um, So it started out as kind of a babyface promo, but things started to turn a little bit. Uh, he he asked the audience not to make eye contact with him, and he told them, you know, silence, uh, that he was a real thespian, and he got the crowd to completely turn on him within a matter of seconds, and I think it was such a great job from Aaron Stevens to just take the crowd and work them like this. For those of you who don't know I'm a huge fan of Damian Sandow I know uh, the wrestling connoisseur is as well Uh, And we feel like he never really got his just due In the WWE So I think seeing him in the NWA Is going to be a treat Um, Hopefully it goes a little bit better Than his uh, Impact run did um, When he was going by the name of Aaron Rex Um, But you know, to be fair, I don't think it's going to be that hard to top his impact run. All right, so shifting gears, uh, our opening match, Ricky Stark's defeating Trevor Murdoch. And I, I, first of all, it was great to see Trevor Murdoch back in action. I don't know if this was his uh, first match back in wrestling or if he's been working the independence. Um, not really sure. I haven't seen much of Trevor Murdoch, but he looked great tonight. Or last night, rather, uh, in his match against Ricky Starks. Now, as far as Starks is concerned, this was my first time getting to see him in action. Uh, Great back-and-forth match. Uh, Really enjoyed it. The finish of the match came uh, when... Ricky Starks he went for a Tornado DDT uh, Trevor Murdoch countered and threw him across the ring after this both men kind of went into a, a, a brief battle of strikes with Ricky Starks eventually uh, hooking the crucifix and pinning Murdoch 1-2-3 um, after this Murdoch shook his hand and he said hey tonight you were the better man So a great show of sportsmanship from Trevor Murdoch. And then after this, we get a brief promo uh, with David Marquez asking Starks, what do you want to do? Starks then says he wants titles, but he also said that, you know, God didn't have much beauty left over after making me. Then he went on to say, I might be a little funny, but I'm coming for your money. So an interesting uh, little promo there from Ricky Starks. I think there's some potential there. Um, I don't – I'll be honest, guys. I don't see him holding the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship anytime soon. But uh, nonetheless, some great character development. Now we know who Ricky Starks is. After this, we get a, a, a Joe Galley, who is the commentator. And he says he has a news update about questions he asked Camille last week. And he says that he was only searching for the truth. And sometimes you have to ask the tough questions, questions that the audience Needs answers to uh, this. Was a great way to hype up um, an interview between Gally and then Aldous and Camille later on uh, in the evening. Out next, uh, the uh, enigmatic Colt Cabana comes out to be interviewed and he says that he was going to go after championships, including the tag team championships. He said, He's got a guy, I've got a guy, and his name, and then suddenly. He's cut off and we hear Mr. Anderson That's right, Mr. Anderson back uh, Coming out to a huge pop from the crowd Exciting moment here to see Mr. Anderson back Uh, They go on to defeat uh, Sal Renaro and Jordan Kingsley In a fun little match Uh, The finish saw when Sal hit Or uh, Anderson hit Sal with the mic check for the win Great to see the mic check again um, so a fun tag team match here, uh, hyping up and developing the new uh, newly formed tag team of Colt Cabana and Mr. Anderson. Um, at this point, we see Nick Aldis leaving the building, and a cameraman comes up to him, starts you know trying to question him. Aldis says, "You know, I didn't have to do this interview today. Today's my day off. You know, I came to the NWA. I didn't come to TMZ." Then Aldis eventually just. Gets in his car. So, again, more intrigue, more um, uh, mystique being built up for this interview later on tonight. Then we get an ad, and usually I don't comment on the ads, but we got an ad, and it was an ad, the ad of all ads uh, an ad for Tony Fox Waffle and Tire Irons. And if you guys haven't seen this, get on Facebook, get on YouTube, watch the ad just wonderful makes me want to drive up to Paducah Kentucky right now and and go visit Tony Fox Waffles and tire irons uh, then we cut to Eddie Kingston and homicide they're backstage and they cut a brief promo talking about how they're going to take out the tag team champions later um, uh, tonight good stuff Now we're introduced to Allison Kay, who is the NWA Women's World Champion. She defeated Ashley Vox in a non-title match. Um, Pretty good match here with Allison Kay hitting what is called the Dude Buster for the win. Looked pretty brutal. Uh, Afterwards, she cuts a promo saying that, you know, Vox's future is bright, but not with my Women's World Championship. Uh, so good stuff there. More character development, giving us reasons to, to care about Allison Kay, who is the NWA Women's World Champion. We then cut backstage to Tim Storm. Uh, as I said at the top of the podcast, Tim Storm, uh, in a losing effort to Nick Aldis for the uh, World's Championship, and the stipulation to that match was Tim Storm would never get another opportunity at the title if he lost. Well, he lost. Uh, so he's getting caught backstage for an interview, uh, being asked, well, Tim, what's next for you? But he, he, he couldn't speak. He was too disgruntled, too disappointed. Uh, so he, he just walked away. And I love this. I love this development here because now we know next week we're going to hear more from Tim Storm and his plans. And I, I, you know what's, what's next for him? I don't know. Uh, is he going to retire? I mean, he's, he's everybody's you know, favorite grandpa. Everybody wants him to, to be their grandpa. <laughs> so you know, is he going to retire or is he going to set out on a quest maybe for the national championship? Um, regardless, I, I don't know, but I'm intrigued. And, and again, I, I care about Tim Storm. I'm invested in him um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next for him. From Tim to James, we go to James Storm, one of my favorites, cutting out, cutting a promo. And he says that he sees the national title as a prop to help him get to the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, He says he's a real man, unlike those boys in the back. This prompts Eli Drake to come out. And he starts putting over the national title, saying it's a huge deal because you holding that national championship, James Storm, that makes you next in line for the world title. He said, maybe Nick Aldis is ducking you. Let me get a brief pause. And then he says, well, maybe you're ducking Nick Aldis. You know, kind of taking a little bit of a jab there at, uh, at James Storm. Drake told Storm to take the shot. No matter what happens, if you win, I want the first title shot. So really laying the groundwork for a future interaction, a future match between James Storm and Eli Drake. And I hope it's kind of a slow burn situation. I hope it's a couple months down the road that we, we see these guys wrestle. I want the NWA to be able to reach in their back pocket and say, we, we had this uh, segment a few months back, and it's time to pull the trigger on it. I hope we see something like that. Consistent storytelling, smart storytelling, uh, logic uh, has its place, guys. I can't stress it enough. Um, so I, I hope this is something that we'll see in the future. Up next, uh, the NWA Tag Team Champions, the Wild Cards, Tom Latimer and Royce Isaacs, versus Eddie Kingston and the 5150 Homicide. And this match ended in a no contest after interference from the Dawson Brothers, a uh, couple of big boys there. Good God Almighty. Uh, coming out, uh, attacking Homicide and Kingston. Referee had no choice but to call for the bell. So, again, kind of laying the groundwork there. Dawson's Homicide Kingston. Kingston. Uh, and you got to think that the wild cards will factor into that somehow as well. They've got the titles. Um, up next, I think this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Uh, the hype has been real, ladies and gentlemen. Throughout the entire evening, we have been looking forward to this moment. And this moment has finally come. Joe Galley interviewing Nick Aldis. Um, he talks about Tim Storm a little bit. Aldis puts over Tim Storm, says he meant what he said last week. He's an incredibly authentic performer. Um, the match could have went either way, but he was the better man. He, w- he walked out with the title that night. <laughs> Joe Galley says, well, why do you need Camille as an insurance policy? Nick Aldis kind of you know, pushes back and says, well, you're, you're trying to push my buttons here. Aldous says that I didn't have any insurance at all in, and I lost the title due to Brandy Rhodes. Aldous says at NWA 70, I decided that he needed to change. I need the insurance policy. And he says, well, let me ask you, Joe Galley, has Camille ever gotten involved in a match? Well, from this point, Joe Galley had to admit, no. She's never gotten involved in a match. Galley gave Camille a chance to speak and explain why she was helping Aldous. What is the motivation here? Um... And Camille chose not to speak on her, on her own terms She chose not to speak um, From this point Aldis He looks at Joe Galli and he says Hey I don't want to hear another word about not letting her speak And then The show went to credits Oh my gosh Are you kidding me That is storytelling I'm going to watch For the third consecutive week Next week Um to, to, to see this because I'm, I'm so invested in, in this at this point there's, there's so much mystery and intrigue and mystique surrounding all this and, and Camille the NWA World's uh, heavyweight championship so anyway guys I'm going to cut to a, a roll for Anchor real quick uh, talk about Anchor briefly and then after that we're going to come back we're going to wrap this thing up and I'll give my final thoughts All right. Thank you very much to Anchor. Um, So here's my final thoughts on the NWA power for this week. Uh, This was a great show. And I think this paced storytelling is going to be critical to the success of the NWA to provide something that truly feels like an alternative to the other products that are out there. Um, The retro set is awesome. It really Uh, Captures that feeling But I think in this day and age That's not going to be enough What's going to keep people coming back Like I said earlier Is the storytelling The cliffhangers The mystery Um, I'm invested Again, I I can't say it enough Um, And that's all it takes, guys You know, this isn't a complicated process At all it's not hard to create storytelling that is engaging and fresh and keeps people wanting more. And that is the key element to any promotion success. And I think NWA from the very get go is nailing it. Uh, so I cannot wait until the fourth episode, this is the third or fourth episode. I, it might be the third of NWA Power next Tuesday, six oh five p.m. Eastern Time. Find it on YouTube. Find it on Facebook. Uh, find it where any good wrestling shows are found. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, not, not television yet. Although Dave Lagana did say that they were talking to a few people, so we might end up seeing NWA on TV as well. So I I don't know. I I think it's only up from here, guys. You know, we we kind of laughed, we kind of smirked when Billy Corgan said, "I'm going to buy the NWA, I'm going to revive it." We I didn't take it seriously. I mean, Billy Corgan here's a guy you know who definitely loves the pro wrestling industry. There's no denying that. But at the same time, we associate Billy Corgan with a very failed stint in TNA. And I think there's a lot more to that story than we know. And and from what I can tell, it's to no fault of Billy Corgan whatsoever. I think what he's doing right now is genius. I think it's going to work, and I think it's going to be successful. I think it is successful. Uh, And I think it's only up from here for the NWA. So I'm excited. Like There is wrestling. Wrestling is back. There is wrestling that I want to watch every week. And it hasn't been that way in such a long time, guys. You you can hear there's a little more pep in my step today. And that's because I have something to look forward to each and every week with the NWA, with AEW. It's accessible. um, And and I think that that's also a very important part when we talk about the, the dominance of the WWE. Well, WWE clearly is the most accessible product to any wrestling fan in the world. Between the network, uh, between their international TV deals uh, Being on networks like Fox or USA It is the most accessible product But I think now uh, NWA is, is, you know, has an international reach uh, Anybody can get on YouTube, anybody can get on Facebook And watch these shows uh, So I think they're doing the right thing there Absolutely, 100% um, So overall, my, my thoughts are that I'm going to watch again And I'm going to enjoy it Uh, Because I think at this point, the storytelling's in place. um, And I'm not even going to be disappointed with the outcomes of any of these stories. Just because the effort is being made to tell them. Which is a big difference. Which is something different. Unfortunately, we're not having a bunch of matches here that don't mean anything. Every match serves a purpose. And it's just like, me and Sam haven't talked about this much in much detail it's like with with the episode of monday night raw with the draft you have the match after match after match after match and it doesn't matter who cares there there's no there's no payoff all we're doing is showcasing these guys look it can be a good match don't get me wrong Andrade and ali can have a good match but unless there's a reason Unless there is a purpose to the match outside of just merely highlighting these guys, then it's pointless. We know what these guys are capable of doing in the ring, but there has to be something more. And I think NWA is nailing it on that side. So, folks, thank you so much for joining me for this NWA Power review. I might start doing these every week. Uh, If you guys share your feedback with me, let me know. Do you want to hear an NWA Power review every wednesday morning how about that we'll see if we can make that work um hope to be back soon with the wrestling connoisseur sam Kiola. uh our schedules have not been meshing too well lately Um, but hopefully we can get that resolved to come back to you guys and bring some more great squared circle journal content your way so until next time this has been ringside ramblings